Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, best. Yo, best. Yo, best. That's On Tuesday! It's all even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud as well as YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and wherever you find your podcasts available. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, get those likes up. Let's continue to build this wave, the All Even Podcast wave, because it's grown, baby. Lots to get into. NFL free agency. Ryan Fitzpatrick finds a new home. Palpatine lives. New England is not dead yet. LeBron James finds different ways to own Boston. What is going on with those Boston Celtics? And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. So let's just jump right into it. You know, some people are just beloved. It doesn't matter what they do, what they say. They're just well-received, well-liked. And for the most part, in the NFL, the backup quarterbacks are always beloved. They're always looked at as special. Like, oh, man, I, you know, if, this, if this starting quarterback keeps messing up, man, well, at least we got this guy coming in. You know, We have high expectations for this dude coming out of whatever school. It's always a love affair with the backup quarterback. Joe Montana, Steve Young, Nick Foles. Josh McCown, Brian Hoyer, Matt Schwab. The list goes on. Like, there's so many beloved backup quarterbacks out there. But I don't think that there's any backup quarterback that holds a candle to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick is the Hall of Famer of backup quarterbacks. Wherever he goes... He sprinkles a little bit of that Fitz magic and leaves all the fans happy. It's not always going to be sunshine and roses because he does have a history of throwing some stinkers. Hence why he's a career backup quarterback. But when he's great, man, he is spot on money. Ryan Fitzpatrick is like the quarterback temp agency. You don't want him for your future. You just want him to hold down the spot real quick. You know what I mean? Like, hold it down until we can figure something out. Maybe something better. And he always does his job. He's always had that tag of the transitional quarterback. He did. Look what he did in Tampa Bay. Did wonders in Tampa Bay. If you had him in fantasy that year, you were money. You were gold for those few weeks that he was lighting it up. 
Same thing he did when he was a, a Buffalo quarterback. He was a starter in Buffalo, had some great moments there, had some great moments with the Jets. They went 10-6 and six their first year, and then the wheels came off the bus. So Ryan Fitzpatrick will never be a guy that will let you down fully. You can't expect a lot out of him, but when the magic happens, you just embrace it. But at the same time, he's not going to be the main reason why you guys lose. And I think that's why Ryan Fitzpatrick has stayed around in the NFL this long, is that he's well-respected, he's a smart quarterback, he's confident, he's a little on the arrogant side as well, which is great, and he can let it fly. It's one thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's going to let it fly. 560 yards passing, four touchdowns, four interceptions. He could do that. And listen, before this whole Dak signing, I wanted Ryan Fitzpatrick to be signed by the Dallas Cowboys. I wanted him to either be the starter or the backup because I know what Ryan Fitzpatrick can be able to do. Ryan Fitzpatrick is money. He's magic, just like his name, Fitzmagic. That's what he does. He just signed a deal with the Washington football team for one year, and that's bad news for the Cowboys. That is bad news for the Cowboys. For everybody that's thinking that the Cowboys are going to win this division because they're the best team in this division, Ryan Fitzpatrick is like, hold on a second. Wait a second. I'm here. And I'm not saying that the Washington football team is going to be all. Oh, they're going to be 12-4. and four. But with Ryan Fitzpatrick, they have a chance to be in some games. They won a division this year. That defense is going to be better next year. You got a guy that can be able to be relied upon. They didn't have much stability at the quarterback position last year. They had Alex Smith, who they didn't want, and Alex Smith knew that they didn't want him, so he left. You know, they agreed to part ways. They got rid of Dwayne Haskins, a former first-round pick. They have Tyler Henneke as the quote-unquote starter. But we all know what happens once the Fitzmagic train gets there. He will be the starting quarterback for the Washington football team. We know this. It's only a matter of time before Fitzmagic takes over the city and everybody's wearing big beards and glasses or whatever particular you know, ensemble he has this time around because Fitzy always likes to change it up. So we all know where this is going. We all know what's going to happen. You're going to have some games against Dallas where Dallas might be up a touchdown or maybe five points or so, and Fitzmagic is going to drop back, have a guy in his face hanging onto his jersey. He's just going to throw a Hail Mary, touchdown in the back of the end zone, and the Washington football team ends up winning a shot. Like, that's what he does. That's what he does. So for this one year, get ready for some real entertainment. Ryan Fitzpatrick got to be in my book a Hall of Famer in regards to backup quarterbacks. If there is a, you know, category that he can be able to slide into the Hall of Fame, it would be greatest substitute teacher of all time. Greatest substitute teacher of all time. Nobody's better. Nobody's better. Because you get exactly what you need out of him, and when it's time to be able to move on and go to a younger quarterback, you can be able to do that as well. It's a tough decision because at times he plays so well. But you know that you can rely on a guy. He has the respect of his teammates. He has the respect all around the league. 
And he's just, he's gold. He's just gold. His interviews are gold. Nick Foles wish he can be Ryan Fitzpatrick. However, maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick wish he was Nick Foles with that Super Bowl ring and that Super Bowl MVP. Who knows? But it's a joy to watch because I've seen this guy in so many different locations. And everybody's like, oh, my God, Ryan Fitzpatrick is here now. What? Uh, they're 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 gonna tank. They're they're not gonna look good. Then the the starting quarterback looks bad, and in comes Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then they start winning a couple games, and then you start paying attention to that team because that's what he does. He makes you watch the TV. Look what they did in in Miami. Fitzmagic was starting, playing well. The Dolphins were winning, and then they go to Tua, and then they continue to win. And then Tua struggles, and they go right back to Ryan, and they continue to win. Like. There was no reason for him to lose his job, but it was just like, oh, we have to see what Tua has. We have to see what he what, what he can do. Why? You could have waited this year to wait for that because you know you had the, the Texans pick, so you're playing with house money. Let Fitzpatrick, let Fitzmagic do his thing, get to the playoffs, and you could deal with that next year. But don't try to weasel on Fitzmagic's fame and his success. We love him over here. Keep him playing. That's how America likes it. When Fitzmagic is playing, we love it. When he's sitting on that bench, we love him even more because we know at some point he's going to get a chance to play and it's going to be great. It's going to be magic. Coming up after the break, Palpatine lives. Don't ever count him out. And NFL free agency on a Tuesday night. It's all even. I've had so many people tell me that Anchor is great, Anchor is this, Anchor is that. But I have to tell you, man, those people were right. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Why wait? Get at it now. Welcome back, y'all. Don't ever count him out. The worst thing anybody could have ever done was count Palpatine out. We saw in the last installment of the Star Wars trilogy or saga that Palpatine came back from the dead, right? And had a last run. Well, in this particular movie, Palpatine isn't dead. And I don't think that this is his last run. Bill Belichick has been the story of the NFL free agency so far. And the reason for this... I feel, is because everybody was on that Tom Brady wave. And I get it. Bucks won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady's the Super Bowl MVP. He has seven rings. It's that new thing. Everybody wants to say that Brady is the GOAT. I'm not going to argue with that. I can't argue that no more. I don't feel like fighting. But the other conversation they were saying is that, oh, see, Brady didn't need Belichick. It's Belichick who needed Brady. And Patriots are done. Look what, look what happened. They had to go get Cam Newton. They were desperate. Okay. 
What we've seen in the first two days of NFL free agency is that Bill Belichick is coming for blood. Matt Judon, Nelson Aguilar, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith. The list goes on in regards to big-time NFL free agents Bill Belichick has signed in two days. And what that shows me is that Bill Belichick is not laying down. So everybody talks about the Patriots last year like they were 2-14. and 14. They were 7-9. and nine. And in those seven wins, the defense played pretty well. In those nine losses, we can honestly attest that Cam Newton probably lost four games. So in all actuality, the Patriots might have been 11-5 and five last season. Would they have made the playoffs? Probably. Would they have got out of the, the wild card round? Maybe not. But Bill Belichick is not over the hill. Now, I've said that I need to see how he responds. So months ago, I said that on the podcast. I need to see how he responds to this because, in my opinion, Bill Belichick has never been a strong drafter. So let's see how the NFL draft goes. But for right now, NFL free agency is going well for Bill Belichick. He's always been successful when he's had tight ends. Over the last few years, he hasn't had his tight ends. Now he has two young ones. Kind of reminds you of that Gronk-Hernandez combination that they had all those years back. Dominant. So, do people really think that Belichick is done? I don't think so. Now, am I going to say that the Patriots are going to win the AFC East? Nah, I'm not going that far and saying that. Bill's still here. Bill's made a nice signing as well with Emmanuel Sanders. But am I going to say that the Patriots are going to be the worst team in the AFC East? Hell no. Hell no. Bill Belichick is too obsessed with football to let that happen. He's too smart of a coach to let that happen. And we all know that Cam with weapons doesn't really go in the same sentence. I don't think that Cam's ever had legit weapons. I think this year he does. And it's it's kind of fitting the fact that he's aging as a quarterback and now he kind of gets a little bit more help so he can do less. I'm telling you, man, Palpatine lives. And y'all need to recognize it and not kind of put it to the side. Bill Belichick has put the NFL on notice. And I think everybody else should notice too that he ain't messing around. Anybody want to talk about Tom Brady and the Bucks or how what they doing? Great. But don't get it twisted. Bill Belichick is watching too. Bill Belichick knows exactly what's going on in Tampa Bay. He knows every move. He knows every restructure. He knows everything that they're planning to do. So get ready for the arms race. It's just started. It really has. It's been a long time since we've seen Bill Belichick down. Now he's technically down 
and he looks dangerous. They always say when an animal is cornered, that's when it's most dangerous. And that's what I'm seeing out of Bill Belichick. He ain't messing around. They got that Stone Cold (laughs) video floating around out there. You know, you hear the glass break and you see Bill Belichick walking on the uh, Detroit Lions field and all that. It, listen, that's exactly what he looks like right now. He's He means business. He means business. And anybody that thinks that this is like, this is nothing to talk about, oh, nah. Oh, nah, I see it. I see the wave coming. And nothing would please me more than to see the Patriots win and everybody's like, yo, man, I always knew Bill. Nah, shut up. Shut up. Because you wasn't talking that nonsense when Tom Brady had y'all fooled. Belichick, the GOAT. Bella Rings, the GOAT. Palpatine is the GOAT. Let's not get it twisted. This man has a playbook in the Hall of Fame. You kidding me? A defensive playbook for the Super Bowl in the Hall of Fame. Let's not get crazy here. Let's not get crazy here. Let's talk about NFL free agency, about other winners and losers I've seen. Let's start with the New York Jets. I like what the New York Jets have done so far, getting wide receiver Corey Davis and also getting defensive end Carl Lawson. Those are two solid moves. Corey Davis is going to help immediately on the outside. Hopefully he can stay healthy. He had a career year last year, 985 yards receiving. So, you know, he's trending up. And we'll see who the quarterback is for the Jets. That's the biggest issue. Who is going to be behind center? And for a team that, you know, their edge rushers weren't that great last year. They weren't terrible, but they could have improved. Carl Lawson is an upgrade, a huge upgrade. And getting him for three years, $45 million, 30 guaranteed, that's not a bad deal. Jets have a lot of cap space. They can be able to afford that. And I can see him being able to create some havoc in that backfield. So, you know, the Jets have done well. I like what the Jets have done. I also like what the Jacksonville Jaguars have done. I think getting Shaquille Griffin was a big deal. I also think that getting Marvin Jones was a big deal. So they're doing things that, you know, are a little under the radar, but they're making good moves as well. The Titans signing Bud Dupree from the the Steelers, that was a big move. They gave him a big contract, five years, worth up to $85 million. The guy's a stud, great defensive linebacker. So that's going to help Tennessee's defense. They were a decent defense last year. This will improve that, that linebacker core. So You know, I could definitely say that they're winners as well. They got Kendall, Lamb, you know, offensive tackle. So they're making some moves, man. Janoris Jenkins, they got Jackrabbit. So, you know, I I like what the Titans are doing as well. The Chiefs, you know, they made one big splash, but what a splash it was. Getting Joe Thune, offensive guard from the Pats. He got a big deal as well, $80 million. But after losing their bookend tackles, you had to pay somebody. So kudos to the Chiefs for getting this done, clearing up the cap, and was able to sign a guy like this because Pat Mahomes needs it, needs it. Obviously, we got to talk about the Tampa Bay Bucks as well. They're winners because they got all their guys back. 
Rob Gronkowski coming back one year, $10 million. Chris Godwin has been franchise tagged. I'm sure they're going to work out a long-term deal for him. Shaq Barrett is back for a four-year deal, $68 million. Levante David is back. So, you know, and then I'm hearing through the grapevine that there's more. Antonio Brown may be coming back. Ndamukong Sue may be coming back. So they are big-time winners, definitely big-time winners. Let's get to some losers. Let's get to some losers. I'm going to have to say the Washington football team, not because of the Ryan Fitzpatrick move, but because they just signed cornerback Willie Jackson from the Cincinnati Bengals. I think he got like $42 million. Like, did you see the Bengals last year? And you give him $42 million? All right. Overpay. Now, look, I'm not going to dog the signing totally, but I just think that it's a little bit too much money. William Jackson is a decent corner. I'm not going to say he's good. He's decent. He's decent. But, yeah, they're losers. Um, Who else are losers? The Philadelphia Eagles. They've made no moves. You know why? Because they ain't got no money. (laughs) They still paying that big-ass cap. Hit for for Carson Wentz. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Man, it's going to be a rough year for those Eagles. And I do not care. Other unfortunate souls. The Cincinnati Bengals. Giving a Woozier that much money. What did he give him? $22 million over three years? I mean, it's not not terrible, but eh, he's often injured. You know, he... He had some flashes when he was a rookie, then he just continued to regress for my Dallas Cowboys. So, eh. Mike Mike Hilton, another cornerback, four years, $24 million. Eh, all right. Like they're not they're not helping Joe Burrow any. They really aren't. So hopefully they can be able to add some offense at some point, or maybe they're just gonna focus on the draft, but I, I don't I don't like what they've done so far. And hey, not for nothing, I, I gotta go back to the winners tab. Yo, the Texans, the Texans ain't doing too bad right now, man. They they've signed a boatload of dudes. Andre Roberts, wide receiver, he got a two year deal. They traded for Shaq Lawson. They got Malik Collins from the from the Cowboys. They got Christian Kerskley, Terrence Mitchell, cornerback, Vernon Hargraves. So they they're making some moves as well. They're really trying to put together a nice roster, and I respect it, man. Are they going to be good? That remains to be seen. Oh, they also picked up Tyrod Taylor as a backup quarterback. May end up being the starting quarterback if Deshaun Watson gets his way. So, you know, they, they're trying to, to build something over there, man. And I can't I can't really fault them. I can't knock them. Now, granted, like, like I said, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know if Deshaun Watson is going to end up on GQ or you know, the the Players' Tribune and just air out all of his dirty laundry. Who knows? Not his dirty laundry, but the, the Texans' dirty laundry. You, you know, we, we don't know, man. But this this saga has gone on way too long now. And at some point, we need to see what's going to happen. Like, we need a resolution. We need to see this come to an end because this is not going well. I don't think it's going to end well. And something needs to happen. A team that I'm on the fence about, I don't know if they're good moves or bad moves, the New York Giants. They signed Devontae Booker 
two-year deal, six million. That's not terrible. So you know, uh, Booker does have some skill. Then they got John Ross. You know, John Ross is a speedster, but hasn't shown much ability to run routes or catch the ball. And then there's the the Leonard Williams signing, the re-signing. That was big. Had to hold on to Leonard Williams. So I like that. So that's what I'm saying. It's a mixed bag. I can't say it's great. I can't say it's bad. But it's not terrible. So a little bit in between. So, you know, shout-outs to the Giants. Um, they didn't completely botch it like the Eagles did. So, you know, I definitely got to give them – I got to give them credit for that. Got to give them credit for that. Coming up after the break – LeBron James continues to own Boston in some way, shape, or fashion. <laughs> On a Tuesday, it's all even. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money Flat Flip the Script Podcast. Yeah, yeah, we in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, listen. Shout out to the All Even Podcast. My oh, man Barry oh, Grant Jr. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's up, man? What happened? What you, what you, what you want to say to the people? Shout out to somebody else's podcast? Yeah, my man, the joint. What's up? Oh, even. Oh, even podcast. Yo, they even up here, boy. <laughs> oh, we put this on something. Oh, even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now, you got to shout out. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want your even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. Shout out to all even podcast, right? All yeah. even. Uh, That's your man? My man. All right, shout out to all even podcast. He cool? 100%. He cool. Is he? he cool? Let me see. Is he cool? Yeah. Is he? What is it? Did you see? Oh. What's that about, Oh. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. LeBron James continues to find ways to own Boston. He did it when he was with the Miami Heat. He did it when he got back to Cleveland. He's continued his dominance over the Celtics since he's been in a Laker uniform. So, why is this news? Well, what's news about it is that LeBron James and Rich Paul, they have bought stake in the Boston Red Sox. So, LeBron James is now a part owner of the Boston Red Sox. LeBron James is starting his exploration of being an owner in sports. This has always been a goal for LeBron James. At some point, LeBron James wants to own an NBA franchise. It's going to happen. Whether he buys it out from Dan Gilbert or he buys it from somebody else. LeBron James will end up owning an NBA franchise. And this is just the first step. He did it with with football, talking about soccer. Now he's in baseball. Where do you think he's going next? And for those that think that LeBron James is doing too much, he's focused on the wrong things, the, the Lakers season is up in smoke or it's it's in it's in peril because Anthony Davis is hurt and you know they gotta try to make a trade. Listen, LeBron James knows how to balance his home life, his business life, and his professional basketball life. He understands it. He excels at it. And kudos to LeBron, man. I I, he never ceases to amaze me. That that's the one thing that I can say about LeBron is that when you think that he's achieved everything, when you think that he's satisfied with 
where he is in society and his life. He goes ahead and says, hey, I want to own a piece of the Boston Red Sox. And that's great because it shows other athletes who are playing or retired that particular goal is attainable. Magic Johnson owning a piece of the Dodgers opened that door. It's attainable. The glass ceiling is breaking. If it's not broke already, maybe it's not broke, but it's cracked. So I want LeBron to continue to to push the narrative, do more, be that voice and that visionary and that leader that everybody needs. Not necessarily everybody wants. There's a lot of people, he has a lot of detractors. Oh, LeBron, he's... He so wants to be Jordan. Oh, he just just shut up and drip with all this nonsense. LeBron James is a role model. When I was growing up, I never wanted to be MJ. Never cared. I idolized guys like Jim Brown, Kobe Bryant. You know, list goes on. Obviously, it has some knuckleheads in there, too. Shout out to... Dennis Rodman. But, you know, it's just kids can be able to look at LeBron James and say, yo, I could do that. I can come from humble beginnings, being raised in a home without my father and make something of my life, be able to be an inspiration for other kids that grew up just like me. So for anybody to look at this and say, ah, LeBron, he's just, he's always doing, like, he's just too much. No, do more. Do more. Because at the end of the day, that's what we need our leaders to do, is to strive for greatness, continue to push the narrative, continue to make things difficult on society that has turned their backs, make them say yes, force their hand in a legal way, in a respectful way, in a leadership way. That's what you do. That's how you end up changing things. LeBron James changed the dynamic of the league forever in regards to guys being able to sign short-term deals and, and controlling their future. LeBron did that. LeBron James allowed guys to say, hey, listen, treat the NBA like how you treat a regular job. If you're not happy at that particular job, then you have the right to leave. LeBron did that. So he continues to trailblaze. I ain't got no problem with it. Because at the end of the day, what's so profound about LeBron James being a part owner for the Red Sox is that it's in Boston where black players continue to be called the N-word and other awful words. LeBron James is now the owner, so guess what you think he's going to do? He's going to make changes or help make changes within that organization 
for them to be better with that, for them to watch out for that, for them to make sure that they handle things accordingly. You thought that this was by by mistake? Come on, man. If LeBron James could own the Utah Jazz or a part of the Utah Jazz, he'd do that too. We all know why. So this is what I'm saying is that nothing LeBron does is just off a whim. It's all calculated. He knows exactly what he's doing and why. Because he's trying to create change in a place that needs it the most. Not in regards to winning. Not in regards to historical standings. But in regards to how they look to the rest of the world. For people that look like me. My skin complexion. People that look like LeBron. Other black and brown people. That's what it is. That's the change that we're talking about. Moving on to the Boston Celtics. What is going on with the Boston Celtics? What is actually the problem with the Celtics? Can anybody honestly tell me? Is it a is it a roster issue? Is it a talent issue? Is it a coaching issue? See, the thing is, my boy hit me up today. And, you know, he always has these funny texts that he sends me. Shout out to my man, Kev Kentish. And <laughs> he says, I think Boston going to fire the coach. And I'm like, why would you say that? Why would you say that? Brad Stevens may be on the hot seat. And, you know, after laughing, I kind of took a step back and I... I thought about it. Brad Stevens could get fired. Could there be anything to that? I could say yes. Because this team has been on the cusp for years. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum was supposed to lead you to the promised land. No, it's not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a team that has some decent stars. They have two good Young pieces, and then the rest of the roster is like, eh. So what? It, that's what it feels like. Shouts to Danny Ainge, supposed to be one of the greatest GMs out there, right? Mm. Not seeing that this year, are we? We're seeing a team that doesn't really have much. Look at this roster. They lost tonight, one seventeen to one hundred nine to the Utah Jazz. Jason Tatum had twenty nine points. Jalen Brown twenty eight points. And Sammy Ogilvy plays 19 minutes, no points. Campbell Walker, 16. Marcus Smart, 5 points. Greg Williams, 2 points. Pritchard, no points. Jeff Teague, no points. Whole bunch of donuts on this team. Where's the talent? They don't have any. They don't have much. That's the problem. You're hearing talks about, you know, John Collins or... LaMarcus Aldridge, go ahead. You need to do something because Danny Ainge hasn't done a damn thing in some years now. Getting Kemba Walker was, okay, it's a no-brainer. You, 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 you needed to get a point guard. Kyrie was out. You wanted somebody else. Bingo. Kemba fell into your lap. You didn't have to do anything hard. It's free agency. Making trades and 
good draft picks. That's the hard part because over the last few years, Danny Ainge has struck out mightily in the draft. Mightily. So this is what I'm saying. Although my boy says that Brad Stevens needs the axe, eh, possibly, okay, you want a clean house? I think Danny Ainge needs to go. Danny Ainge may need to step down, give it to some younger guy that actually knows what they're doing. Because from where I'm sitting, Danny Ainge doesn't have a clue of how to put a roster together. And that's why the Boston Celtics are struggling. Has nothing to do with Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens is still a hell of a coach. And if things get too tough, maybe Brad Stevens goes back to college. He can do that. So there's no pressure for him. So they better try to keep him around because he'll be a hot commodity if he leaves. Whether it be in the college ranks or still in the NBA. But do you honestly believe that if Danny Ainge were to get fired today from Boston, that he'd get another job as an executive? as a GM or president of basketball operations, I wouldn't trust Danny Ainge for directions at a gas station. So if Boston plans to be anything in the future, you got to get rid of your past. That's exactly what Danny Ainge is. Coming up after the break, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week, on a Tuesday. It's all even. This is the God Jensen Gals. Just want to give a shout out to All Even Podcast, the best sports podcast out there. Keep up the amazing work. Also, check us out at cigarjensengals.com, where everyday apparel for cigar smokers. Let's get it. What's going on? What's up with you? It's your boy, the Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. It's your boy, Alfred, from the Rap Lab Podcast. And it's the one and only True G. Just call me the QG from the Rap Lab Podcast. And you tuned in to All Even with Barry Grant. Boy, that shit crazy. Welcome back, y'all. So without further ado, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. We pick candidates on Tuesday and Saturday, and then we pick the winner on that Saturday show. So who is my first candidate of the week? May I have the drum roll, please? And the candidate is Kyle Kuzma. Forward for the Los Angeles Lakers. Kyle Kuzma is my first candidate for. Because ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Kyle Kuzma is a a different guy. He's supposed to be the third string scorer or the third leading scorer. Anthony Davis is down now, so he's got to step up his game, Your Honor. And the thing is with, with this guy is that He's a weirdo. And as much as you try to like him, as much as you try to support him and be in his corner, he does some zany, off-the-wall nonsense. From dribbling the ball off his feet to taking the ball coast-to-coast and throwing the ball off the backboard hard. It doesn't even hit the the, the rim. To looking off LeBron James and turning the ball over. Just, Just a whole bunch of zany things that he does but the latest he airballs a free throw everybody's laughing everybody's having a good time and in the post game press conference 
Kyle Kuzma just he tries to be cool and it just falls flat. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I give you Exhibit A. And since you had such a strong game and you won, uh, can I ask you about the airball technical free throw? Yeah, San Francisco had a uh, 3.5 magnitude uh, earthquake and shit started rumbling. And uh, I don't know, I got scared and just went over to the far left. Uh, Dan? Well, that was going to be my question, too, so that's not a response. Um, what kind of response was that? <laughs> I just, I got a headache. Every time you try to give this guy a chance, he just puts his foot in his mouth or he, he makes this corny-ass joke. God. You just can't get right. If it's not an air ball... It's a fumble of his foot. It's his weird-ass clothes that he wears. Just enough. Enough. Your Honor, he's close to pushing me to being a Clippers or Bulls fan. He's very close. I don't know what's worse. Watching him or watching the Duke Blue Devils play basketball. I, I, don't, I don't know what's worse. So Kyle Kuzma... No more interviews for the near future, please. And you're possibly a winner for Dummy of the Week. That's all for this show. I'll see you guys on Saturday. So until then, stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at All Even Podcast. Listen to the show on Anchor, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever podcasts are available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcast. And don't forget to share, like, and hit that subscribe button. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.